0: Announcing his most celestial radiance, Minister Lao Chezi of the Divine Province of the North. Psst, Brian, Brian, come here, come yeah, here. What? 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 Look, look! Look out there, third row back, about ten seats in.
1: Okay. Is that Chuck we- Norris? Holy! Oh. I don't know, man. I <laughs> It could be. It could. I don't think so, though. I don't, I don't know. So. With so many memes and so on, it's... It might be. You know what they say about Chuck Norris, right? Is that he doesn't walk on water. He swims through land.
0: <laughs> that explains that furrow that we saw driving up to the theater. Holy <laughs> crap. You're episode- Yes! Oh, God. What a, what a crowd. What a packed crowd. I love this shit
1: this is pretty awesome I've never seen this many people here
0: I know I know well you know we need to do this more often man we have a few knights that we need to bring up to the uh to the exalted order but uh, uh, but this, this is this is cool we should probably go back and see how Michael's doing he might be a little nervous
1: yeah I think so we just got done separating his ms into reds and greens using only a katana <laughs> As, as per request.
0: As per request, his people have these serious demands. Holy crap! I hope. I right, hope but they, they got take
1: them. good care of him. So that's good.
0: Exactly, and that and that is, of course, the job. So so let's 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 go see how he's doing.
1: All okay. Right. All, right.
2: All right. Michael, can we come in? Uh, let me get dressed. Oh, God, he's not dressed. Oh, what? Oh. Okay, I had to put on my ceremonial garb.
0: <laughs> Are you decent? Can we come in? Oh, please, enter.
1: <laughs> that's pretty stunning, dude.
2: Holy crap, no shit, that's beautiful. Where did you get that? Well, I designed it myself. I actually think it's kind of like a mix between samurai garb, Muay Thai fighter, and Chinese kung fu master. <laughs>
1: Of course is it is silk? i'm digging the sheen
0: oh man and and look there's there's ink stains all along the cuffs that's brilliant <laughs>
1: dave i yeah? don't think that's ink
0: oh oh sh- no you're right oh crap <laughs> uh, michael dude have a sit can i pour you some chai tea sir
2: oh please it's my Excellent. favorite thank you
0: i kind of figured you weren't a whiskey man not a, not at a time like this so no, no let me
2: just
1: pull No, these are key. serious proceedings, Dave.
0: They are. They are they're they're profound and reverent. There you go, sir. And Brian, here's one for you.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much.
0: Ah, so, dude, just what tomorrow uh it, it, within within scant hours your book is coming out in the world, man.
2: Well, and here's a little bit of a uh, an adjustment. Uh oh. I have delayed the release slightly, so this is a little bit of news that hasn't been released quite yet. Okay. So it is going to be delayed about twenty-five days. Really? Now this is to work in some adjustments to the story, a little bit of rewriting based upon what I'm planning for book two and three.
0: Interesting. Now, what what prompted that? What I mean you've obviously gone through the editing process. You, you had everything laid out and ready to go. When, when did this change come about and what prompted it?
2: Well, the creative process, Dave is a malleable one. <laughs> uh, no shit. <laughs> it was, it was a last minute decision that I thought really makes the book so much better. So um, yeah, it's, well, it's an executive decision.
0: Well, and, and you know, in service to your story, and and making a decision like that. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't an easy thing to do. I'm sure you agonized over that. But if it's going to make the story better, then dude, no one can fault you for saying, well, let's let's take another, you know, month, 25 days, whatever, and make it the best story it possibly can be.
1: That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Very and cool. those are the things that that everybody loves when they get into the later books is going back and seeing the little tie-ins that yeah. that maybe wouldn't have been there. And so that's that's a really cool thing. Awesome.
2: Thank you, yeah.
0: So, dude, it's been let's see. Well, it's been sixty episodes of the roundtable since you came on with with Nathan Lowell and Brian and myself and pitched the Keepers of Chi, which was the tentative title, and the primary protagonist was Benny the Paladin Parker, was was the guy that you pitched, and things have changed a little bit since then, haven't they?
2: Oh, they have quite a bit, Dave. Okay. Uh, a lot of the basic structure of the story is intact. And actually quite a few things that we discussed on the workshop itself stayed as part of the final story. So excellent. But um, the final title of book one is Rise of the Paladin. Ooh. Book one of the Warrior's Path series. Badass. Holy yep. crap.
0: That's awesome. And, and, and that evolution came about through the telling of the story and the exploration of the narrative for you?
2: Exactly. Uh, another change that happened completely in line with that was Benny. So Benjamin Parker, Benny Parker. He was Benny the Paladin Parker. Right. But actually, when we start the story, his name is Benny Bam Bam Parker.
0: <laughs> I like it.
2: And you'll just have to find out what's the paladin about.
0: Yeah, Uh, one one more question to be teased out by the narrative, excellent. Very cool. Well, and I remember one of the things that you wanted to get out of the, the workshop episode was uh, uh, you were you were dealing with a thing about romance, and there was a character that was going to have a romance, and you hadn't really explored the romantic narratives and romantic storytelling uh, up to that point. Did the did the romance survive in the story? Did you what did you discover about that aspect of of Benny's story?
2: Well, the the romantic aspect is still there. It's subdued. So in in book one, we won't see too much except for the, the leanings towards that affection and then, you know, soon to be love. But in book one, book one is very much a fast paced thriller. OK, uh, it's it's modeled after, you know, the born identity sort of structure. So there's definitely that thriller structure. And he's going through it the whole time, just as he did before with Laura Acevedo. Uh, a Brazilian woman, a capoeirista of the highest order. She's a mestra of capoeira. And so she is is his partner, his mentor, his foil through a lot of book one. Really, she keeps him alive. He's got his own agency in many ways, uh, but she's the badass that is (laughs) there to kind of teach him and, and take him along the path, much in the way of like a Gandalf would. Or
1: Alanon for uh, the Shanara series. Okay, awesome. I, I I do want to jump in and ask because I know that this was early on in the episode. This was one of the the things that we bantered around a little bit. Are there? Are we going to see any interdimensional beings? Yes, interdimensional beings. Not a one, Brian. Dude, okay they really are completely okay. gone and that's so hard because <laughs> yeah. you know when you when you have the initial nugget of a story and that and that's something that initially drove you to what you wanted to do and then you get ganged up on by all of us um <laughs> i you know I, I commend you for for coming out of it uh, fairly unscathed yeah
2: what what well, you pro- know what they say about uh ideas is that eventually you have to stop putting all of your creative ideas in one book especially for a long-term plan, which I definitely have been working on.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you dropping the hint that, that we may see those in something else?
2: We may definitely see those <laughs> in something else. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I have, I have uh, an entire Scrivener file that is just an idea net. It's where I drop the ideas I can't use now. Nice. Sweet. Well,
0: and Scrivener's perfect for that, with the, with the postcards and the post-it note format and, and the different sections. That's awesome. Very cool.
2: Absolutely, I love that uh, uh, piece of software. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, just to be clear, what what prompted you to to lose that 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 key nugget? What was it about the idea of the interdimensional beings that that prompted you to remove it from the narrative?
2: Well, I always like the idea that uh, beneath the surface of everything we understand uh, is a much richer and deeper world. So, just the idea that we are in a multiverse and at some point, there's going to be interaction between that. As our science, you know, you got the Halogen uh, Collider. I probably, you know, butchered the name. <laughs> the Hadrian Collider? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the science type. I write books, David. And I <laughs> <laughs> I've read it in stuff, but I have not researched that one. Understood. But uh, yeah, so that's another piece of possible underlayment in and who knows maybe everything will become a a scott sigler of (laughs) all the worlds connected in some way
0: sure sure a stephen king dark tower experience absolutely in fact i think paul cooley's trying to do the same thing with his universe Uh, yeah he said that he said as much so awesome awesome very cool well and as you as you both observed there are lots of stories ahead of us you know this is just the first but because it's the first (laughs) it's definitely the coolest and dude kudos for getting sean king to do the cover on that bad boy oh, yeah that is oh, kick know. ass
2: <laughs> it's amazing
0: oh my god there's so much energy right there it, it, and that's the beauty of, of of king's covers is like i want to know the story behind that dude right so how much back and forth was there between you and sean as you developed that that cover
2: um minimal uh I definitely had a lot of input. Sean is, you know, an absolutely amazing person to work with because not only is he a cover designer, but he's also an ally, you know, a partner. Uh, He wants to see the books he works on succeed. So it's really amazing to work with him. We didn't have too much back and forth because I think he really got what I was looking for. It was uh, Tim Ward's um, uh, Scavenger Evolution. Yes,
0: yes, you did.
2: And that's the first time I saw Sean's work. And I looked at it and I said, oh, this is hitting the tone that I want. Right. It's a very gritty style. And we have two, you know, Scavenger Evolution and Rise of the Paladin are two very different books. Oh, my goodness, yes. Very different in so many ways. So it wasn't that. It was just the tone that he was able to deliver, this very gritty feel. And I loved that. So I kind of gave Sean some basic ideas of what I like and what I was looking for and he went with it from there.
0: That's awesome. And, and, and how many drafts did you go through between uh, uh, initial concept to, yes, that's the thing?
2: Probably only two. Wow. Wow. Yeah, He hit it <laughs> great. pretty much out of the park the Nailed first time. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So it was just some minor, minor stuff that we talked about in the beginning. Otherwise, it really, really came together nicely. And the artwork itself was a great motivator for, for working on the book. It still is for the long term. I can't wait. We've already been talking about a cover for book two.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, and that's the cool thing about the, the, the connection between the visual and, and the text and the story and the image. Uh, uh, they really do feed each other. When, when done well, they, they work in concert. And that, that's just badass that it's an inspiring you because uh, now, now it's almost a collaboration, if you think about it, between you and Sherman. Right. Absolutely. And I would be remiss if I didn't point out that, uh, uh, that Tim Ward Scavenger Evolution, the audio book, uh, uh, just hit the stands. Uh, so there's a revival of, of that Sean King cover out there in people's faces. So when yours comes out, it's just going to be, oh, my God, more badass Sean King and a new badass story.
2: Very Dave, cool. I, I understand that the audiobook for Scavenger Evolution <laughs> was performed <laughs> by... The Somebody amazing that and know. talented Dave <laughs> That's is right Is that true? Am I, <laughs> I, can,
0: that? I can neither confirm nor deny these awesome rumors.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, it I, was. I'm gonna have to check it out myself. I
0: think you're That's gonna true. have to. I think everyone should find out the the truth. Uh, uh, is it true that Dave actually narrated that? And if so, buy that sucker. So.
2: Well, my plan was always to read the book. But I'm very picky about my audiobooks. I can't read just any. The voice has to be right. I don't like straight reads. I like some performance to it. <laughs> well, you know, you got that coming <laughs> with me at
0: the mic. <laughs> I've never known so.
1: Dave's voice not to be right. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. That
0: That's enough about this and me. So, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> you guys are very kind. Thank you. So, Michael, what, what's next? All right. You got the first book coming out in 25 days or so. What's, what's the next step for you?
2: Well, the next step is obviously going to get book two done. Where are you at on that? I'm fairly early in the end book two. The outline is done, so I know where I'm going. I basically have book three outlined as well not quite as complete as book two from that stage. And as you, as you can know, I I am an outliner, but, um, so that one has a lot of writing to do, but I've found a lot of success kind of with a, a variation of the Pomodoro method. It's been interesting to find out the best way that I write the best way that I get words on the page. Other than some personal stuff that I've posted on my personal wall on like the social medias, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. been trying to kind of pull back and just focus on, you know, getting the writing done.
0: I think that's a good priority.
2: And also I started my own author page on yes. Facebook. So if people like to see amazing martial arts and people doing crazy stunts and me talking about books and movies and me talking about my books, they can come over to author MJ Brudinell on Facebook and like my page, please.
0: Outstanding. You know, I, I, I can actually slot a link into a, a liner note, perhaps, and send people so they can make with the clicky-click on that.
2: That would be amazing, yeah. That's awesome. That's very but, cool. So I've got book two, and then I'm planning a 90-day a release schedule for books two and three. So I'm really trying to, wow. to jump on a, a very strict writing regiment for the next yeah you know, 6 months to 9 months okay as i get books out there because it, it's the best way to get some visibility early on and that's what i need to do i'm i'm really following terry mixon's strategy and tactics he that, shares a lot of that so his empire of bones saga that you know it came out in very quick succession yeah it's similar type of length story as mine because mine it's about, you know, 70,000 words, so it's a quick, fast-paced read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what thrillers really should be. You don't want to muck up a thriller with a whole lot of extras. Sure. Uh, I, I do have, you know, down times where, where the action lulls to allow you to kind of sit back for a second before I put you on the edge. Catch of the your breath, as it were. Exactly, yeah. Good. So there's little nuggets of that, but really it's it's, it's fast-paced thriller, lots of action, high adventure. Dark urban fantasy grimdark.
0: <laughs> that is, with kung fu.
2: <laughs> with kung fu and capoeira <laughs> and mixed martial arts. It's a smorgasbord of our world put to a hyper level.
0: That's awesome. Well, and it's available for pre-order right now up on Amazon, right?
2: It is, yeah. And I've I've sold about 20, nice. 20 books already, which I'm very happy with. Yeah. I have not been pushing the pre-orders that much because I, I understand with Amazon that when the pre-orders hit, when you release, that they help your sales, but they don't actually push your rank up. I could be wrong on that.
0: The the, the the dark arts of of amazon algorithms and so on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's there's that that's a whole subset of existence right there and and I, I think your priority of focusing on the next stories and and driving that narrative forward is probably a better use of your time than necessarily crafting a an elaborate and and sophisticated amazon ranking thing the yeah, book at least
1: is, at least for long-term success yeah Absolutely. if the yeah. book
0: is good the book will cell. Right, uh, right. So, so carry for Oh, crap. I, they flashed the lights. They flashed
1: the lights. I think, I think Uh-oh. it's time. Brian. We've been, we've been holding off uh, long enough.
0: I think so. I think it's yeah. time we get down to the business at hand. Brian, I actually yeah. have a robe for you, sir. Here, check, <gasps> check this out. You
1: finally brought it. I know.
0: Right, oh God. I, I, and it's nowhere near as badass as Michael's, but I kind of figured we kind of had to, you know, step up the 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 kung fu master vibe here. So, so yours. I, I hope you like yellow, yellow, Dave. <laughs> I did, but dude, you look like this delicious, silky banana now. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't worry about it, Brian. It's quite becoming. I got my
0: robe here. I'm gonna put mine right. on. Yes. See, I'm green, so you know, yellow yeah. and green. It's gonna contrast to his. God, that's just a rainbow hue. Let's get out there, gentlemen. We got, we got, All we right. got some nighting to do. All right. Here we go. Since the dawn of time, there has been a fierce battle waged between those who accepted the world as it was, and those who believed it could be more. Visionaries whose spirit burned in the fires of possibility and imagination.
1: The war between these two factions has been waged on many battlefields, but the true battle the one that achieved the brightest victories and darkest defeats, was waged in the hearts and minds of the people. The battlefield was the page, a struggle of ink and pixel.
0: There were heroes, of course, champions of the story, who inspired those with the heart and vision to see the beacon fires they lit with their tails. But once kindled in the mind, those fires can burn. The desire to join the struggle and add to the stories of the world can feel like a curse, a burden fraught with uncertainty and doubt. Am I worthy to fight alongside such giants?
1: Today, we honor a warrior who knew the truth and answered, no, but I will be. He strode into the crucible of the round table with an idea, raw and untested, and endured the maelstrom of the brainstorm. He emerged battered but unbroken, armed with new inspiration, kindled from the wisdom bestowed by the Grey Raven, the bearded wordsmith known to some as Nathan Lowell.
0: In the forge of his imagination, the keyboard his anvil, and the words his steel, he infused his creation with strong, authentic characters to drive the story, judicious world-building unburdened by infodumps, and antagonists who were more than just two-dimensional villains. The result is The Rise of the Paladin, a worthy addition to the stories of the world.
1: Let all here bear witness that Michael Brudenell has been tested, facing the bleak nemesis of doubt, the time-sucking hunger of the day job, and the alluring distraction of countless video games and television shows, and emerged victorious.
0: Michael Brudenell, for acts of valor in service to the stories of the world, we dub thee Sir Michael, Knight of the Round Table Podcast. We further anoint thee as First Warden of a New Order, to be known henceforth as the Keepers of the Tales. Do you swear to tend the fires of imagination, bear its light into the shadowed corners of the heart, and inspire others as you have been inspired with glorious stories and epic tales?
2: I do swear.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! My lords and ladies, celestial attendees, and if that's Chuck Norris, you too. Uh, <laughs> Please welcome into the order of the round table our latest knight, Sir Michael Brudenell. <laughs>